BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by our very own Commander Saru from Star Trek Discovery, Doug Jones. I am an alien. And so are you. And yet, somehow, we're also part of each other and part of everything that is. Okay, we could not have found a better person to read that (laughs) quote. I've actually worked with Doug Jones, and I actually am wondering if he has part DNA alien blood. I don't (laughs) know. Uh, We want to welcome back our guest, uh, co-host of Mission Log, John Champion. Why don't we let you dive right into this particular quote read by an alien? Thank you so much, Doug. Is so lovely mm-hmm. and perfect, and and even though he plays aliens, I think he does what this quote is all about, which is that he brings the connection, the warmth, mm-hmm. and the the shared experience to all of those otherworldly characters. That's what this is all about. It recognizes the fact that. Even though we can individually feel very alone, we can feel separated from others through whatever divisions we Mm -hmm. we have or we create, that ultimately there is a shared connection there. If you want to get on the micro level, absolutely. But even culturally, through human experience, emotionally, we are all so much more the same than we are different. Gene said it perfectly, Doug expressed it perfectly, and he continues to do so in his acting. And I love that Doug is the one who read this quote because, uh, and John, please correct me if I'm wrong, but he is the first alien character to captain a lead starship on a Star Trek series. Isn't that right? I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah. As a a primary character, absolutely Mm -hmm. he is. Yeah. I actually am working on an essay called The Exquisite Isolation of Otherness. And to mm. me, that really ties in with this because I feel like we all feel like aliens, foreign, other all the time. At least I do. Mm. Maybe. Do you, Trent? Yeah, I of course. do. Yeah. I feel sort of other all the time. I also feel very interconnected with my fellow humans, by the way. But I don't refer to myself as like a, a changeling time lord, time traveler, for no Why reason. Why don't you? <laughs> no, I, that's literally my handle. That's what I call myself. So uh, nice. I feel a little alien and on the outside, but I also know that's the thing that connects me to everyone else is that feeling of isolation that is so ubiquitous among humans. Yeah. And on a personal level, growing up, so I grew up as like the only Mexican kid on a white block in suburban Detroit. When I started to realize and accept myself as being a gay man, again, I felt different and separate from other people. But then when you find your tribe, when you find other people who 
are also of that same tribe. You don't feel quite so alien, but then you feel like you're part of a little uh, contingent of aliens amongst everyone else. John, I got a weird question for you. Why do you think that... Um, I can't wait. <laughs> that we, <laughs> Why do you think that, like, here we call people who come in, like, illegal aliens, but when, when white men travel somewhere else and live somewhere else, they're expats? They're, they're, they're tourists, they're, right? No, yeah, they're, right? Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. I'm an expat, I'm an expat, I'm a tourist. Why do you think we do that? Because that separates us, I think, and makes the person feel more alien and, mm-hmm. and not a part of the society and whole. It, it truly does. And, and that, that is the power of language to create that division where one shouldn't actually exist. Uh, but, but you, yeah, you nailed it exactly, which is, I, I think that travel, uh, getting out of your sort of your, your bubble, your uh, uh, constant social group is such a valuable experience. Young, old, whenever you can do it, wherever you can go, just to be in a place that isn't your same normal surrounding where you're not exactly like everybody else. That's so perfect. You know, Trent, you're talking about growing up and feeling different. And I think no matter who you are, no matter mm-hmm. what your background is, where, wherever you're from, there's always a point that you will feel that way, no matter what it is. It, it could be because of uh, your interests, uh, your, your social group, your family. I mean, it could be anything. There will always come a point where you feel different. I think you should absolutely embrace that and remember that well. Because everybody else has gone through that, too. I think it's harder when you're younger to just want to embrace that because you have that innate need to belong. Yeah. Um, one of the, the biggest regrets of my life is I never uh, learned Spanish. Both of my parents uh, were bilingual and they're Spanish speaking, and I completely rejected it. I took French in high school. In college, I took, took German. You took French? I took Listen, French my, in high school. Listen, my parents I, wouldn't let me take French for that reason. They said, nobody speaks yeah. French here. You need yeah. to learn Spanish. I'm wow. shocked you took French. Wow. Well, and it's, I took I took French in high school. I took German and Latin, a dead language, in college. No, everyone should study Latin. That's actually my truth on that one. They should. <laughs> it's language. It's where all the words we use yeah. come from. So Latin, Latin is more useful than French. <laughs> right. So while while that was what my thinking was when I was younger, now as an adult in Southern California, I have Spanish speaking people come up to me all the time and ask me questions in Spanish and I don't know how to answer them and I feel like a complete pe- idiot. Piquito pe- espanol, piquito. I understand it, un piquito, but I can't uh. answer, you know, and I always feel like uh, that's one of the regrets. Do you feel of my like life. an alien in your own culture? Then sometimes, if I you do. Were, yeah, if you're, I, do. I feel that. Listen, I was raised by my white Jewish dad, right? Mm-hmm. And we lived in New York City in the Lower East Side, so we had uh, every ethnic group you could imagine shoved into this school, and um, and then my black stepmom. So I had no idea that everyone did not grow up in a multicultural thing like I did. And so then we moved to an all white, completely. My school in upstate New York was kindergarten through 12th grade, completely white. And so once I left there, I was kind of a little on the outside with my black people, you know, mm-hmm. because the patois of my voice was different. And I would explain to them, I, I don't have Southern relatives. We're Northern people. If you want to judge me on that, 
Uh, you know, that's your choice, but that is not blackness to me. But, you know, feeling like an alien, uh, I'm sure John has felt like an alien, too, haven't you? Look, well, well, absolutely. And I'll just, uh, you know, here's one of my tips for life is that I may not be fluent in any other languages. I studied French uh, like, like uh, you did, Trent. Um, and yes, I'm not fluent by any stretch of the imagination, but I can order off a menu in easily 20 other countries with no problem at all. So if we were talking about the great unifier, the thing to find uh, common ground and a common experience where people are happy and sharing and, and joy and humanity, that would be at the dinner table. So I'll just ah. throw that out there as uh, as a tip, all right? Trent, there's a few yeah. phrases like, ¿Dónde está el baño, right? Like, Trent goes, <laughs> you know, ¿Dónde está el Like, yeah. those are things you like know, base. But, but then when they answer, you have no idea no what's idea, happening. Right? Yeah, no you idea know, where to go. Yeah. What's interesting is, you know, while I didn't study it, obviously I picked up some phrases. I definitely knew when my mom was mad at me because she was yelling at me all in Spanish and I knew it was not good. There were times I remember on French tests where the words were very similar to the Spanish word that I may have heard yeah. at home, and I would just guess, and I would be right. So, the thing I love, by <laughs> the way, <laughs> about this quote, I just, by the way, I think it's interesting that both of y'all took French. We're so mm. Eurocentric in America. Yeah, it's we are. Nuts. You know, yeah. um, but again, the thing I love about this quote is Mr. Roddenberry is including himself. Yes, not just saying y'all are aliens. <laughs> And I accept you mm -hmm. because that's usually what people say, like, you're different, but I accept you. And it's very magnanimous, right? I'm being such a good person by accepting you, different person. But here, Roddenberry is saying, no, I am. I am the alien, mm -hmm. too. And I think that's just so important to note, right? Because as um, as Trent and, and me as minorities, sometimes we can take on especially you know young when we were younger that mm -hmm. we are we are the other we mm -hmm. are the other i'm not right. the other i am the am right well said sort of <laughs> <laughs> now so well said we're putting on a t-shirt i love it yeah. Yeah. you know and another thing that this quote reminds me of um an earlier quote that we've discussed on this podcast where gene suggested us to enthusiastically welcome and enjoy our differences you know, as when he calls himself an alien and so are you, that kind of speaks to that same sort of, of notion of welcoming, of enthusiastically, not just tolerating, enthusiastically welcoming our differences and recognizing them in one another. Such a good point, Trent. Yeah, can't disagree with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, to wrap it up, does Trent, do you want to say anything else? Because I feel like you and I, as others, you're another too, by the way. You know, you're an alien too, John, and you're another. But I kind of feel like as quote-unquote minorities, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't love having the mantle of minority positioned on me, even though I get it. I get it's 14% black people. I know it's much higher for uh, uh, Spanish-speaking uh, people in, in America. And um, I don't love being other, though. And uh, what I see is a parallel that neither do white men <laughs> because they're really upset at being othered right now. And I don't want, really want anyone to feel othered. Mm -hmm. I want them to understand that we are all in this together uh, and, and there's growing pains. Change always is a little frictiony. So I wish that some of the, the men or women out there who are like, they're taken away from us. I'm like, no, 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 we are adding to a much fuller society. And if you feel like something's been taken away from you, then maybe you need to, the next thought should be, 
wow, I wonder if this is how other people felt. Right. Right. Oh, a little, I little was, empathy and compassion. Yeah. I think yeah. that's on order. Yeah. I didn't mean to go all deep with that at the end, no, with the race stuff, but it's just valid in my life, so I can't not yeah. speak on it. All right. Listen, you guys, if you would like to see a video of Doug seeing the quote and, and all the other people we've had on, please check out the Roddenberry uh, social media pages, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And I would like to thank John for joining us again. And we hope that you will join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 